In the meantime, gee, I can't wait for Saturday night. There's going to be probably in excess of 90,000 now, the way that the ticket sales are going. And Griffin Logue is going to be out there for the Fremantle Dockers on the weekend and hopefully helping them get to a prelim final in the Harbour City. Griffin, good morning to you. Firstly, congratulations Saturday night. How good was that? Morning, fellas. Um, yeah, no, it was wicked, mate. Um, yeah, such a great experience. But, um, yeah, it made it all the more sweeter just because we uh, ended up getting it done. Absolutely did, and the, the crowd was delirious at the end. Certainly they were engaged from midway through that second quarter. What were you thinking early in that second quarter when you fell behind by 41 points, Griff? Um, oh, yeah, I was, thinking, I, was, I was thinking we're in a bit of strife, to be honest. Um, yeah, I was, I was a bit worried um, and disappointed that we kind of let a lot of people down and it was, it was all going to end here. Um, I think... That's a pretty obvious one that kind of crept in, but um, no, I think we uh, still had the kind of belief that we knew they were going to run out of gas at one stage, and um, yeah, they did in the end, but um, yeah, we probably left a bit late still, a bit too close for comfort. What Do you free up a bit, Griffin, when you're down by 41 points and you know that it's it's going to be hard to turn real in the Western Bulldogs and turn that deficit around? So do you just free up and in, try and enjoy it a little bit more from there? Um, oh, maybe subconsciously you kind of, yeah, maybe pull your kicks a bit quicker and um, look to kind of roll off and, and attack the game a bit more. But, I mean, that's, that's the way we like to play regardless. So I think... Um, when you're beginning to kind of be under the pump a bit, yeah, you, you maybe hold back from, from doing that. And then I guess it takes, maybe it takes a 40-point margin to actually switch on and, and get moving. But um, it is the way that we like to play is, is that a kind of nice attacking brand of footy. So, um, yeah, we ended up playing that way and... Um, yeah, it paid off. It certainly appeared that obviously Caleb and, and Andy Brayshaw got to work midfield, but the the forward line pressure, the the ability to retain the ball in your front half seemed to be quite stark. Did it feel like that on the ground? Yeah, definitely. I, I think um, as forwards we got together and um, kind of said, oh, well, look, we can't really control what's going on up the ground, um, so let's just make sure that we can let's, let's squeeze up the ground a bit more, um, look to pressure it on its way going back into their inside 50, but more so when it comes here, as you said, when it comes inside our forward 50, let's just retain it as long as we can and keep it in there and try and force a score or a stoppage or or anything, just just to take a bit of um, stress off the back line because that was just under the pump for so long. They were indeed. The goal just on the half-time siren by Jai Amos, you get together as a group inside the rooms. What was the main message to each other and indeed what was it from Justin and the coaches? Yeah, I think it was just, um, just keep keep chipping away. Um, we know they're gonna we know they're gonna run out of legs, and um, so they threw everything they had at us early, and and it was yeah it was nearly enough, I guess. I mean, a couple more goals, and I reckon it's probably a different story. Um, but I think that that last goal really helped just to settle us a little bit. And um, you look up at the scoreboard, and it's nowhere near as confronting. That that scoreboard pressure's not there anymore. So that takes a bit of weight off your shoulders and. Um, no, we, we came in and, and he, Jail's main message was just to just keep chipping away and, and uh, stick to what we know and it'll uh, it'll eventually turn. Griffin, I find it interesting how you say that you were confident that the Bulldogs were going to run out of legs. I mean, it's probably something we look at with the pre-finals by now and go, well, everyone should pretty much be on a level playing field in that term. So is that just 
Fremantle backing in what you feel is a superior fitness? Or how, how did you feel that that was going to be the case, that the dogs would indeed run out of legs? Um, oh, I think we just knew that they were going to throw it all at us early. Yeah. And, yep. Um, we knew that, yeah, we backed in our body of work that we've done over the year. And um, something that we've prided ourselves on is being able to finish finish out the game stronger than how we started. So um, I think if we can raise that bar a bit earlier and, and not wait till you know, 40 minutes and 40 points down to pull our fingers out, then um, it'll put us in a yeah, pretty good position going forward. Griffin Logie is with us on the Sports Daily this morning as we build up to Saturday night. We'll talk about that in just a moment, Griffin, but have you ever played in front of an environment as raucous and loud as it was on Saturday night? Nah, not at all. That was, um, yeah, it was incredible, to be honest. I mean, just the, um, not only the kind of the crowd, the light show, the, um, yeah, the whole atmosphere was just incredible. And, um, yeah, it was, it was honestly like a, of a, it was a privilege to kind of play in front of all the people and, and get the job done. So um, that, that crowd was, yeah, phenomenal. What about the prospect? We spoke about it earlier, Griff. The, the ticket sales for Saturday night's match over there, the MCG have been through the roof. A crowd in excess of 85,000 could be on hand. Is that exciting, daunting? How do you assess it? Um, oh, I reckon a bit of both, yeah. Obviously obviously very daunting looking at... Um, yeah, you know, the old saying, you're going into a, a hostile crowd and very hostile environment and in front of, uh, oh, it would probably be 70-odd thousand Collingwood fans, but um, at the same time, it's exciting and, and it's something that we've, um, yeah, we've really felt like we've done well this, this year is, is play away from home and probably play better away from home. So um, it's a good, exciting challenge that we can um, obviously accept the fact and just embrace it that it's going to be wild and, and hostile, but... We get to go out there and, um, yeah, just get out there and have a crack, really. So where you were confident that the Bulldogs would drop off, uh, is that going to be a, a key factor for Mantle, though, this week, taking on Collingwood, going into hostile territory, a fast start, maybe putting two or three on the board and keeping the Collingwood fans quiet? Um, oh, that, that'd be nice, yeah. But I, I don't think we can go too much off, um, you know, what the other team's going to do. Yep. Um, obviously, yeah, we we were, we were right enough in that um, we were able to run out the game a bit better. But, um, yeah, we don't want to leave it up to up to them. We'd rather yeah, play our way and, and sort it out from, from that avenue and, um, as you said, whack a few on the board and, and maybe a few more. So, uh, yeah, it's going, to be a, it's going to be a great contest, I think. What do you put the ability of the Fremantle side this year down to, Griff, their ability to win when you're staring right in the face of adversity because on the weekend it wasn't the first time you've spotted the opposition a lead and you've gunned them down. Yeah, I, I think there's um, oh, plenty that comes into it, to be honest. Um, we're all on the same page with our system and how we defend and um, defence really ties into our offence where we can attack straight from that. So, um, oh, geez, there's plenty of factors that come into it, but I think the belief um, amongst our own group and, and the trust we have is... Um, yeah, pretty strong, and I know Collingwood have the same where they're able to kind of grind out those close games. So, um, yeah, I think it's something that we've been work, working on throughout the year, and uh, yeah, it's come to fruition at right at the right time. Do you sense there could be an opportunity to maybe stretch Collingwood in the back half with yourself, Rory Lobb, uh, Jai Amos, who Diggers touched on earlier on, and maybe Matt Tabner, who showed that he was going along okay as well on the weekend with a couple of goals for Peel. Do you sense that that could be an opportunity for Fremantle to expose Collingwood? 
Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, I think teams have tried as well uh, throughout the year, but they're such a good, um, nice unit down and settled unit down there. It's, it is hard to expose the good teams, and um, you look at the likes of um, Moore and Howe and Maynard, uh, what they're able to do in the air and on the ground is um, yeah, second to second to not too many. So um, they've got a very settled backline down there, and I'm sure we'll, we'll look to try and expose them where we can, but um, yeah, as, as I said there, it's a good challenge. Griff, I know you're probably biased, um, but I'm going to ask the question anyway. Alex Pearce, he's had a wretched run with injury since he's come into the system, but his effort on the weekend just gone was high class. How how good is he, and dare I say it, how good could have he been had he had an uninterrupted run at it? Yeah, I think we're only just seeing what he's what he's been able to do now with um, continuity in his body, and that's all it takes. Really, he's only played a handful of games compared to compared to the, the um, you know players around the league touted as number one backs. Um, he's played only yeah, a handful of games compared to them. So um, games are yeah certainly the best way to kind of get your get your experience and confidence up. But what he's been able to do is um, is awesome throughout the whole year and. Not just his, uh, obviously his gameplay is awesome and, and incredible and able to kind of take great forwards out of the game. Um, but it's his, it's his leadership and on-field and off-field, the way he gets around the boys and just does everything right, really. Um, so it's a credit to him, but yeah, I'm so happy for him to find a bit of continuity. And um, I know I know what that's like to kind of be on the sideline a little bit, but not, no one knows it more than him, to be honest, what he's yeah. been through. So. He's been, um, yeah, he deserves every, every bit of it, mate. We know what's at stake this week, Griffin, with a spot in the prelim final against Sydney. Uh, you, what you mentioned earlier on, a word that you mentioned, belief. Has this group got belief that it can be still in business in two weeks' time preparing for a grand final? Oh, I think that's the plan, mate. Yeah, yep. we wouldn't have, uh, yeah, we wouldn't be here if we if we didn't deserve it. So we feel we deserve it. And, um, yeah, we're going to put every foot forward to try and, get to get the job done. Well, hopefully it is a successful trip to Melbourne once again and you can be getting on a flight again to Sydney next week for the prelim final. Thank you very much for your time. Go well. Enjoy the experience in front of 90,000 on Saturday night. Ah, cheers, fellas. Will do.